Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag NFL. Toss comes to the near side for Harris. He runs through a big hole. And he's gone to the 50. A first to the 40. Alone to the 20. Damien Harris to the house. Touchdown, Patriots. Snap. Fakes a hand up. Fires a strike. Caught. Touchdown, Buffalo. Touchdown, Bills. It is Gabriel Davis. An absolute fastball from Josh Allen. And the Bills find the end zone. Cashing in on the takeaway. Jones, under center. Flight by two teammates. He steps back. Two steps. Takes the knee at the That's 10. Boys. And the Patriots take a win back to New England. The Patriots beat the Bills 14-10. to It says here, a blustery Monday night football game. That looked miserable. It was blustery. I grew up in San Diego, and I'm soft when it comes to weather, but holy cow, that looked awful. But the Patriots found a way to win. Broke a big run play, got a two-run conversion, played some defense, and got out of there with the best record in the AFC 9-4. Three other teams sitting at 8-4. Patriots still have the bye week coming. But their impressive run continues, PK. So was it last week, uh, going into the ball games before last week, you said Taysom was 3-1 and one as a starter, so Mac Jones is now 9-4? and four. Mac Jones is 9-4 and four as a starter? No, he's not. Okay. The team is 9-4 and four in which games he started. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> That's the equivalent, the literal equivalent of one-third of an inning and getting the win, then. <laughs> it is. That was it absolutely easy. That was a bizarro game. Mac Jones finishes two of three for yeah. 19 yards right. because they had the lead and the weather sucked and they didn't want to risk turning it over. Except Josh Allen threw the ball the usual amount of times. Because they were behind and they had to, and Josh Allen completed oh, they, a, they, lot, they a lot fewer behind. passes. It's less than one score the entire game. Nor were they as good as running the ball. <laughs> That's the key. Not that they were behind, that they couldn't run the ball as well. If they would have run the ball as well, they would have had not that. If you're only if behind. They'd been it, a, if they'd no. been ahead, they would have been content to run in the line three times and punt the ball with a window. Which has back. nothing to do with Josh Allen. It's just everything with the defense, which my point is to credit a, a quarterback, that's his record. That's the team's record in which he started. And last night was literally the ultimate case of a team win. There's nothing you need to prove more. Mac Jones did very little to run his record to 9-4. and four. That is true. So but nonetheless, he's not going to be a 20-game winner this season. Quarterbacks still get judged by no, wins and come from behind wins. Yes, they do. How hardcore are the fans? Would you ever go to a game and sit in something like that to watch it when you knew full well you could sit at home on TV and watch it? How hardcore do you have to be to sit in all well, that? Well, if I paid for it, I would. The Bills Mafia is pretty hardcore. If I paid for they it. hardcore. <laughs> That's why I don't go to a buffets. You're paying for a bunch of food you don't eat? Well, I'm not going to. I don't want to overeat. But if I'm paying for it, I guarantee you I would do it. Feel That's com- why I don't go to buffets. Feel compelled to throw it down. Yeah, I don't waste money. I mean, wasting. I don't mind spending money. I've gotten way more uh, loose with that than I ever was before because I didn't have any. Now I have some. Uh, so, but I still, and I think most of us still hate wasting money. 
You'll pay for something as long as you get the value, but wasting money is a kick in the teeth. So if I had season tickets, or for whatever reason I identified that game when single-game tickets went on sale, you better believe I'd, I would have been there. I mean, it wasn't raining. And they had a little light snow at the end. Come on, these are people from Buffalo, bro. <laughs> I know, but 60-mile-an-hour They winds. have picket, uh, picnics in these these types of conditions. That would be spectacular if someone had been out there with a blanket just sitting on the ground. Well, I'm sure they tailgated. So they were doing they were it. Probably jumping through tables yeah. like you typically <laughs> do. They were doing it. Diving and breaking them in half. Kayvon Thibodeau has announced he's going to the NFL draft and he is not going to play in the bowl game. Odds on him being the number one pick? Well, who's going to end up with the number one, one pick? Tell me that. And what their particular needs are. Could be the Lions, but probably, it could be the Jaguars. Detroit. But what? Probably Detroit. Yeah. And go out there and win another game. I mean, certainly, I've always thought he was going to be top five. I think a lot of it depends on you know what the team is and who what you know what if it's the Lions, what they think of Jared Goff, and because like, apparently his record is oh or no one something and something. Although it was way cool to listen to the the Lions coach read uh, dedicate the win to the Oxford and all that stuff that's been going. I've been to that campus. My nephews went to that high school. That's bizarre. They they took me over there. They played on the football team. And to see all that and to have, obviously, just unbelievable, awful story. Uh, but I don't know what they think of Jared uh, Jared Golf. You see his girlfriend, though? I saw something. His girlfriend was doing some Sports S- Illustrated. S.I. Swimsuit shoot standing down by the seawall. Yeah, I saw it. She's screaming, that's unbelievable, they won. Yeah, I wasn't looking at the seawall, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I know you might have been, but I wasn't. <laughs> that was, that was like some impressive seawalls. <laughs> How many of them? About just, just two? Just two. Yeah. 11 NFL players placed on the COVID-19 reserve list, all of which come as a result of positive tests. Chargers wide receiver Keenan Allen, Packers quarterback Jordan Love, some of the bigger names on that list. Adjust your fantasy football teams accordingly. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. It's okay for people not to understand. And it's okay for people to be upset. And it's okay for people to be happy. I don't judge. When granted an opportunity like I have for the past five years, it's just 100% in, all in, every ounce. And it's hard. Can't put it in words, the difficulty of moments like this. And players and coaches, we are in a profession that is as wild and as crazy, as untimely as you could ever imagine. That's Mario Cristobal. He is living Oregon and going to Miami. Taggart left and went to Florida State. Oregon has lost another coach all the way across the country. Well, it was clear that these discussions were going on before Utah played these guys the first time. And don't don't preach to me all in. Your team got steamrolled. Now, taking nothing away from Utah, they took advantage of it. They're going to the Rose Bowl, so... I don't want unintended consequences like you had in your big Twitter beef when you said Lincoln Riley didn't want the SEC and all your Utah fans, much to your dismay, attacked you. Uh, so I'm not attacking Utah and say they backdoored it. But it's don't, don't sell me this all-in BS when it's obvious that your folks had had conversations at least three weeks, if not four or five, however many weeks, I don't know. So, with that in mind, that, that's crap. And for BYU, you better watch out. 
Kalani has been contacted. I know there was a tweet out there. The guy who gave that tweet to Harmon had talked to me earlier in the night. I just don't like to put things out on Twitter like that. I'm not. I'm, I'm very rarely am I going to break news on Twitter. And then I talked to him about an hour later. As after I'd already filed my story with KSL.com, you can see it here this morning. Kalani has been contacted. The assistants at BYU know full well. It's not a uh, Bronco Mendenhall. Oh, Surprise! Yeah, no. Everybody is well aware of what's going on. And I have a quote, and you can look at it. It'll be up at KSL here. Uh, I think it's probably sometime in the next hour or so. Uh, the quote was, it's going to be an interesting week here. So the opportunity is there. I don't know that he's going to get offered the job. I don't know that he's going to take it. But I'm telling you what I know that I will stake my entire reputation on at this point. That He's in the mix. Yeah, very, very strong. Yeah, and one you know you can extrapolate, and one of the things is that well they got burned by guys who went home to Florida. Kalani's already home, so the only home he would come back to is if Harlan changes his mind and doesn't give the gig to Scally, whenever that might be. I don't believe Kyle is retiring this year. I've been saying this for weeks. And somebody hit me up. Well, he's out recruiting. You keep. I'm not saying he's retiring. I've not said that. And you can go back and read it. If it, it, go back in the KSL archives, I said he's not retiring this year. I'd be shocked if he retired this year. I said maybe next year or the year after. Uh, so there's a possibility you could still lose Kalani if he took the job to go home to Utah because obviously the U of U is just as well as home as BYU is. But that's one of the reasons that he'd be leaving home. He'd be leaving his alma mater. As opposed to Cristobal returning to his. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that already played out. So back to what I said. I got a quote from somebody. It said, this is going to be an interesting week. Now, Tom was on their BYU Sports Nation, and they were previewing the soccer matchup with the ladies who lost in the penalty kicks uh, last night to Florida State. Congratulations on them and an outstanding season. Uh, and he, they asked him, I think Spencer asked him, and Spencer did a great job asking because he came on to talk about BYU women's soccer, obviously, uh, to preview the, the game, and, and it, was, it was for the Natty, so I mean, it obviously is as big as you can get in the women's soccer for college. And Spencer turned around and asked him about Kalani, and he said that, you know, we're working on paraphrasing here, but we're working on stuff, and he's our coach, and there good things are going to happen. That's great news. That's great news. That's what I want to hear. Because the coaching staff has been waiting for BYU to get the ball rolling. They've been waiting for weeks on this. Well, the ball's rolling right now. It's got to roll right now. This is the time of year. And Oregon's going to try to move quick to try to salvage some semblance of the recruiting class. Three which kids, is, What is de- it? At, uh, uh, two weeks from tomorrow? And three uh, players have already decommitted. Oh, it's a bunch of players. Anonymous yeah, yeah. coaches are saying there's going to be way more than that. Everybody right. is going to pick over their recruiting class. It was well thought of. Uh, yeah. Everybody would be prying, trying but to I pry mean, away the kid. Prying is the word. I mean, right. they could bring in someone and that coaching staff. Can, Absolutely. But that, and Claudia's going to take multiple plus coaches off this staff. That, that I have been told that kids have committed to him. Not to BYU, but to him. Meaning, I'll go where you want me to go. If you go to Oregon, I'll definitely go with you. If you want me, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, you know, have to see how that plays out. So all that stuff is factoring into it. And I do think the Sewell kid is going to transfer and come to Utah. I don't know that. 
but we'll see. His brother was out there on Twitter putting the eyeballs, I guess, the one who plays for the Utes. So, uh, you know, you got to see who the coach is, and they'll move fast. I think they'll have one by the end of the week, early part of next week, and it could be Kalani. I'm not saying that it is, but it could be. And now's, now's the time. This is what we've been talking about for weeks, and the time is here. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Embiid with it. Top of the key. Jumper shot up. Good again. Embiid with 43 points. Jokic on a clear out against Vooch. Back it in right block. Double on the ball from Levine. He threw it away. Stolen by Ayo. Two Levine with a two-handed dunk. And the wheels are off the Denver Nuggets. Middleton gets knocked off his feet by Stevens. No whistle. Bucks will have the basketball still. Here's the left wing three from Giannis. And the birthday boy delivers the dagger from the left wing. Goes inside to Cam Johnson. And over to eight. Mustafa. Oh, a great pass through traffic from Cam Johnson to DeAndre Eight. And he is at the rim and in. Draymond has the rebound. A Curry pump fake. Fly by three ball. Got it. And the lead is back to 22. George cross. George with six to shoot. On the right wing. Over a double team. Long two. It goes. Paul George. Nothing but nylon. And that's likely the dagger. Highlights from a busy night in the NBA. The Warriors and the Suns both win again. They both improved to 20-4. and four, Tied for the best record in the NBA. They're both coming off losses and avoid the back-to-back defeats. Suns, it was pretty tight with the Spurs, but they win 108-104, and the Warriors just blew the magic out 126-95. Those two teams don't seem to be blinking here early in the year, PK. They just keep piling up Ws. 20-4 and four is an awfully good clip. Yeah, I watched that uh, end of that game with the Suns. Chris Paul is just amazing. Uh, that, that mid-range turnaround shot that he's got, uh, you know, comes across and pu- turns his left shoulder, squares up. It's just deadly in in a era in an era in which the three pointer is so highly emphasized, and that's almost like that's almost a no. That's like a traveling violation or something. If you do that, what are you doing? You're not supposed to do that. Some nerd from Caltech says you can't do that anymore. And yet he continues to do it, and it's such an impressive shot. He's six feet one, barely, if that, stood with next to him many times. And and I'm a strong, almost 5'11". And to have him make that so consistently and so long. You know, if they win a title, it's going to be like the Barkley thing to where he barely played there, but that's where he's going to be remembered. And he's going to be worshipped in that community if they should actually get it done. I mean, he's at, right now, he's done exactly what Barkley did. Barkley won the MVP, uh, but as far as the finals. That's what I think your, your point guard should be, your record then. That's, forget about the leading assists. What, what was Stockton's record? And then that's how many wins did he get? That's what matters. If Josh, if Mac Jones can get credit for that win, then I want Chris Paul getting credit for that win last night. Chris Paul shoots the two at a rate that other people just don't do it. So all the Caltech analytic stat guys would refigure all the formulas for him because the formulas are all figured on guys who might make, might miss a 15-footer. He is so automatic. You don't, you don't think Devin Booker could do it? completely changes the math. You don't, other people don't, you don't think do it. Mitchell could, could they do it? Do it? Oh, Should yeah. they do it? You if don't you think could Mitchell shoot, could do it? If you could shoot 70% spotting up, 
pulling up and, and hitting that 15 footer, it would completely change. The I don't map. know that and he's shooting, so you randomly picked that I did, number. I randomly pick it. Absolutely. <laughs> so. But I know they know. I mean, we don't know, but they know. You don't think Mitchell could do it? I absolutely think he could do it. Well, if he could, then do it. Then go shoot 70% from there. It would change the outcome. Okay, get on Zoom and tell Quinn Snyder that then. <laughs> I don't know that he can shoot the oh, 70%. I do. I, well, yeah, again, you randomly pick that number. Because so. we do the whole 10 possession thing. That's why I'm picking that number. And most people are figuring you make 5 out of 10, which is only 10 points. It's not worth it. If you're making 7 out of 10, it's always worth 14 points. Again, it pick, changes the math. It depends on what the score is. If you're down by 1 and you've got that shot, well, I can't take that because it's only worth 2. That's a bunch of hogwash. You know, yes, what it, the situation yes, is. is. But and it, last night, in the, the situation the dictated. Quarter, what should you be doing? Yeah, well, I didn't watch the right. middle of the second quarter. The I watched game. the last six, at seven minutes. At the end minutes. of the game, you're obviously playing time. And he was awesome at that. And it is un- maybe, it, maybe it is unique to him. I happen to think it's not exclusively unique to him. It's unique to him now. I don't think it's exclusively unique to him. I think others could do it. I think Mitchell could do it just as well. Grizzly. Grizzlies get the win over the Miami Heat. Memphis has won five in a row. They are now fourth in the West. Uh, right behind the Jazz, two and a half games behind the Jazz now as they've uh, moved past the Mavericks, Clippers, and Lakers climbing in the West. Nobody wants to play them in a first round. Let's just get that out of the way right now. <laughs> in December. <laughs> Check that box. It's all done. Yach, don't let us go back to that. Make sure we never discuss we'll that again. The box has been checked. If anybody says it, henceforward, heretofore, know that I already said it. Uh, what's it, December 7th? Pearl Harbor Day. I already said it. The Bulls beat the Nuggets 109-97. You heard Zach Levine highlights in there. He had 32 points. DeMar DeRozan didn't play. It didn't matter. Chicago gets the win. They've won four in a row. They are second in the East. Percentage points behind the Nets and a game in front of the Bucks. The cream is rising to the top in the East. Warrior star Steph Curry said he wouldn't uh, rule out a 16-make three-pointer game tomorrow against Portland as he attempts to break Ray Allen's career record of 2,973 three-pointers. Heck, I wouldn't root out a 20. The record for his threes in a game is 14 by his teammate Clay Thompson. 16 back of the record. Lakers star LeBron James came to the defense of Frank Vogel after... uh, the Lakers coaches come under some scrutiny. I think criticism comes with the job. You know, Frank's a strong-minded guy. He has a great coaching staff, and we as his players have to do a better job of going out and producing on the floor. We're a team and organization that don't mind some adversity. They don't mind some people saying things about us, obviously, because it comes with the territory. So does the cash. Yeah. Uh, but yes, of course he's a strong-minded person, speaking of Frank Vogel. He was born in New Jersey. South Jersey? Yeah. A little softer than North Jersey? Wild, established yesterday. Wildwood is uh, down by the shore. Yeah. You know uh, Jim Morrison's girlfriend, Pam Corson? You know, she died at 27, like two years after Jim did, ironically, when Jim died at 27. And obviously they had the drug issues. And she was born in California, in, which I thought it was somewhat ironic, a, a, a town called Weed, California. Little detail on the doors there, I did not know. Yeah. Weed was, I don't know if she ever did weed because I, they said she died of a her, her, heroin overdose. And it was also 
Interesting because Jim had some issues with his parents. And so then Jim dies, she gets all the cash, and then she dies. And then Jim's parents say, wait a second here. So then they had protracted legal battles there. You read up, huh? I've always known it. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. The horn sounds and this ball game is all over. And the Florida Gators, after winning their first six games of the season, have now dropped back-to-back games as Texas Southern wins its first game of the year coming into the exact Tech Arena tonight. Our final score, the Tigers 69 and the Gators 54. A ranked SEC team losing to Texas Southern. Upset in college basketball. New rankings, BYU men's basketball drops from number 12 to number 24 after losing to UVU. The BYU women's program jumped up to number 16. They are unbeaten 8-0 on the season. Weaver State and UVU among those who received votes in the coaches poll on the men's side this week. They are both off to good starts. UVU has one loss. Weaver State is undefeated 8-0. So some college basketball teams getting a little recognition here early in the year. Good. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There is no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Frank Dolce, his weekly visit, our Utah Insider, coming up at 8 o'clock. Tim Lacombe, jazz radio studio analyst, will join us at 8.30 right here on The Zone Sports Network. The question of the day is on the way.